Nick, Rob, and Michael are not role models. They're not even real radio hosts. They are podcasters. Some of the things they do could cause a person to get hurt, expelled, arrested, possibly deported. Put it another way, don't podcast like this at home. You have to give me a second now. Hold on. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, all you bungholes. And this is <laughs> Justice Jim's episode 13. And I am your host, Nick Stevens. With me this week again is the Hose Holio, Rob Luther. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> and with us this week again, special guesting for the second time is Michael Kelso. Hello. <laughs> you guys, I, I don't know how to. You didn't give me a role. You're taught. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's good to finally have you on this show, man, and actually get to talk to you, buddy. Yeah, no problem. You uh, were strangely absent last time I was on. The show. Yeah, I know. I it's thought also... for a second Nick was going to use me to be the permanent co-host and just completely replace you. Well, I saw y'all. But... I saw y'all hit it off. I was like, no, oh, they're, they're, they're clicking too well. I got to get back on. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little, little, little jealousy, you know. Rob and I had a had a bromance going for a long time. That's true. So, so, I got you. So if you couldn't guess, we're we're going to cover Beavis and Butthead. We'll get into that later on in the show, but. uh we want to encourage all you listeners to please go out and check all the old episodes out. Again, this is our second relaunching of this show, so uh, I believe this is our second iTunes feed, so please go out and check all the old episodes. Uh, and uh, we also want to remind you of what a Genesis gym is, what, a, what this podcast is all about. We are a game-by-game Sega Genesis podcast. We will go over one game uh, podcast, and we will define it, gym, uh, good, or just garbage, or Whatever it is, a gem, just good or garbage. That's what I call it. So, uh, if you want to check us out, look us up on Facebook or at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. You can email us at Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Gen Gems, G E N G E M S. And you can also check us out on iTunes where we would love for you to give us an awesome rating. Um, again, this contest we threw out there, Rob, it's not going so well. <laughs> so, so you're not getting hashtags. I know, and, I, and I, I think I think I made it too difficult. You know? That's that's hard to do. Yeah, people yeah. to do hashtags. Yeah, thanks. So so what what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make it really easy on you all. Uh, if you guys, if anybody out there would lo- love a copy of X Men, RBI Baseball, or Sonic Two, just send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail dot com and just tell us how awesome we are and tell us you want a game, and I will send you a game. Oh yeah, and I also have an extra copy of Samurai Showdown, so I'll send that too. Ooh. Nice. See? I, I just found go. out yesterday. Oh, I, I got that, <laughs> that new app for the uh, Sega Genesis collection. I forget what it's called, but uh, yeah, I was just kind of going through my inventory, and I was going through everything that I had, and I, I, there were a couple duplicates, but I definitely know I have that one. Oh, well, I'm going to email you about that uh, Samurai Showdown. Oh, you got it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'd, like a, I'd like a copy, too. Right? <laughs> oh, there goes both of them. <laughs> Yeah, so check us out, please. We, we love the interaction we've been getting on Facebook. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, a big shout-out to the Facebook group Sega Collectors. Those guys have been so supportive and just – they've been so involved in this. Just want to say a big thanks to those guys. They Every time we post an episode or post something, uh, a couple of the admins are the first ones to comment on it. So just b- big shout-out to those guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, we have Michael Kelso here this time. Um, he has already promoted himself once before, but – According to the stats, we've gained a whole lot of new listeners. So why don't you just go ahead and promote yourself? Promote yourself. Promote yourself. Whatever you do, promote yourself. Promote yourself on the Genesis Gems podcast. Uh, I'd like to think that all those new listeners is because I've been on twice now. There you go. That's <laughs> probably all. They're, I'm assuming they're all coming from my show, the Two Dudes in a Nest podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Two Dudes and a Nest instead of an NES, which is very confusing. I know. We didn't think about that in the beginning. But we're, we are a game-by-game podcast about the Nintendo Entertainment System. That's pretty much it. It's a good show. Very good show. 
If I wanted to listen to that show, how could I find you? Uh, I don't know. Google us. <laughs> Go on iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher. I'm, I'm one of the people that's just, uh, you know, I want people to just hear the name, come find us. That way they can just figure out how they want to listen to us. We're on everything, by the way. So uh, <laughs> if you just, if you listen to podcasts in any format, we're probably already there. So just look up Two Dudes and A Ness. I, don't, I can't tell you what happens if you look up Two Dudes and an NES. I mean, the world yeah. <laughs> may just implode if you do that. So Yeah, yeah, I, I got to definitely say, um, uh, Josh and I, we were kind of joking about it, and I think the last episode of Turtle Flakes, we were just talking about, like, our favorite episodes and stuff because, you know, we went, we celebrated our first year and everything, and uh, we were kind of joking. After we did our episode, like, crossover episode with you guys for the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, uh, we gained, like, like another... Uh, I, we we probably doubled our listeners uh, after that episode. So really? yeah, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I was like, dude, we need to like mooch off those guys more often. It's good for business, yes. you know how it is. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't think it's possible for the gyms and two dudes in an S have a, you know, have like a uh, compilation show. Yeah, that would be. We but... could. We could. Figure oh it yeah, out. we could find it. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. Maybe, maybe like Double Dragon. Oh, no, you already did Double Dragon. I'm trying to think of a game you could do. We versus... could do a competition show. Ooh, oh, that's true. That's true. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get there. Sweet. All right. Well, wow, we we went through that. You know, there's this whole intro part of the show pretty quick. So, uh, you got anything else to say, Rob? You, I don't really, I don't really let you talk in the intro. I kind of hold you back. For the, uh, <laughs> That's a good thing. Show. That no, we're good. <laughs> the less <laughs> I say, the better. All right, sweet. So, uh, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, game on, Rob. Game on. Game on, Michael. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. All right. I just assumed that this was. Uh, I thought this was pre-recorded, to be honest. <laughs> no, <laughs> the game on thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I wasn't expecting to have to say game on. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta go get my uh, Wayne and Garth uh, voiceovers ready. So that's right. Yeah. That part's live too. <laughs> yeah, we play hockey in the oh, streets. Yeah. Takes forever. <laughs> you, just, you just pull Wayne and Garth out from under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, time to it's come time, out again, guys. It's time. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, you know. Just hanging out <laughs> all right so Beavis and Butthead Sega Genesis you know th- this game was released for the Genesis Super Nintendo Game Boy and Game Gear and uh, of course we're gonna talk about the Genesis version uh, before we jump into the gameplay or background or anything um, we like to go over memories and uh, for me the first memories of, and we can just start with Beavis and Butthead in general the, the cartoon I remember actually seeing it on that show on MTV called Liquid TV I believe it was called and they uh it was just a small little skit, and it was when they did frog baseball. I don't know if you guys remember that. Or oh not. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so and, and from there, I was just like, man, those guys are kind of cool. I didn't expect a TV show to come out of it. And uh, yeah, I was telling Rob before the show, I wasn't actually allowed to watch this when I was a kid. But my uh, my big brother was six he's six years older than me, and uh, he would actually tape it on VHS. And when he would babysit me, my parents were gone. He let me watch it. So, uh, <laughs> and of course, they ended up finding out because I I quoted some uh, some very. Not not proper language in front of them. The viewers and butthead would say <laughs> some some uh, words I didn't know what they meant. Uh, I knew they weren't cuss words, but I didn't I didn't know what they meant. So I got in trouble for that. Uh, but anyways, that that's my memory of the cartoon. Um, and then the, of the game for for Genesis, I actually played the Super Nintendo version first, which I didn't like as well. But a friend of mine down the street had the Genesis version, and man, we played that all the time, even two player, which was extremely hard. Um, we even beat it, uh, which was kind of crazy without like any without any help and stuff. Uh, you just play it so much and die a lot. But uh, I just remember playing that a lot. And later on in life, I ended up getting the the game like later on in middle school. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just great memories of that game. How about you all? Uh, well, as far as the cartoon is concerned, and I wasn't allowed to watch it either. But I guess when I was about ten or eleven, uh, I got a TV in my room of my own and that was when I just started sneaking and watching it all the time <laughs> because I, I would always see it and want to watch it but then I, I couldn't because I didn't have my own TV and my parents weren't going obviously my parents weren't going to watch it with me <laughs> they didn't even want me watching it so but uh, as soon as I got that TV of my own I would wait until I, I sometimes it would come on really late at night so I'd stay up and like I, I'd turn my TV off and pretend to go to sleep and then I'd wait till everybody's in bed and I'd turn my TV back on and watch I'm sure they knew I did this but <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ever, they didn't ever get mad at me or anything. So, <laughs> but that was my memory of the cartoon. As far as the, the game is concerned, I remember the pick a flick down the street from where I live. <laughs> I love that name. They had they had this game for rent, and I would always again. My parents didn't really want me playing it, so I would sneak and rent it. Went on the every time my mom wouldn't go in with me to rent the game. 
that's when I would rent this one. <laughs> if she went in with me, I'd always have to rent something else, like Sonic or something. But <laughs> if 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 she didn't go in with me, she just gave me money to rent a game. I would rent Beavis and Butthead because then I could just run to my room as soon as I got home, shut the door, and play Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> that's 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 my memories of, of this game. Nice, awesome. nice. Well, for me, uh, the cartoon was absolutely huge for me. I really don't remember the first episode I watched. But I do remember something very, very minor, or seemingly minor. I remember Beavis and Butthead, I think it was like an episode where Mr. Van Driesen walks out of the classroom or something like that. And of course, you know, Beavis and Butthead, they're doing something, uh, you know, to destructive. And they, they put all these band names on the, uh, like, chalkboard or something like that. And I was looking at the band names as a kid. I was probably about, I don't know, 10, something like that. And that was the first time I owe Beavis and Butthead... Uh, for all my love for Iron Maiden and Megadeth. I mean, those two bands I'd never heard of until Beavis and Butthead. So, <laughs> so that like that opened up the floodgates of all these 80s metal bands that I tried to get in, or that I really got into. And I just remember, of course, I wasn't allowed to watch the show either, but I always found a way, uh, whether it was sneaking out um, into the living room and watching it around, you know, 10 o'clock at night when it would come on, or... Uh, our neighbor, you know, he was a big Beavis and Butthead fan, and we'd go watch it over at his house or something like that. Um, as far as the game, though, I never played it. I remember it uh, as a kid, and I remember it more specifically uh, when Landon uh, had it. And I remember watching him play it at his house, and I remember being really impressed with the graphics and how similar they looked to the TV show. But I never actually played it myself, so this was kind of an exciting opportunity for me, so... <laughs> yeah, can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, you, you mentioned getting into certain bands because of this show. Oh uh, yeah, uh, there was a one episode in particular where they're, uh, you know, in, in the episodes they'd always kind of have the main story, then they go back to watching TV and talking mm -hmm. about the the music. Uh, one time Pantera was on was on, the, and I love Pantera. Uh, they were playing the song "This Love," and of course uh, Phil Hansen. I never can't say his last name. Phil from Pantera. <laughs> he, uh, he he was just like an angry guy, and uh, Beavis was here talking about that. And I, I remember Butthead saying something like. Uh, or Beavis said something like, you know, does this Pantera guy ever relax? But Head's <laughs> like, I think his dad must have beat him up when he was a kid. <laughs> Beavis said something like, yeah, Pantera, this beer is warm. Get me another one. <laughs> I, just, I, I do. I, I remember that one, actually. I remember that one. <laughs> I, just, I, I thought that was so funny. Pantera was on there a couple times. And that's kind of how I heard uh, the vulgar display of power, one of the, you know, their, their second studio album, which, you know, kind of is a great album. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I always hated the music video portion of the show. I, always thought it was, I just always thought it was stupid. I was like, why are they doing this? And, and I didn't know any of the music because when I was a kid, my parents listened to country music and like oldies. So I, I knew like the Beatles and Merle Haggard, but I didn't know any of this rock and roll, this long haired music, you <laughs> jungle know, music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That jungle music. But uh, when I got older and I knew, and I, after I had listened to all this rock and roll and stuff, now I go back and that's probably some of my favorite parts when they're watching the music videos. Oh, yeah. I can remember, I think, uh, I can't remember the name of the band. I think the name of the band was Moist. But they're watching some music video by Moist, and it's just really sappy, and it's just, I don't know, it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I wish I could remember what they said. Yeah, it, it's funny because, you know, as a kid, it's not that I didn't like the music videos. I just, I love the, you know, regular cartoons that they do. And then, you know, when, when they would do the music videos, I'm like, oh, you know, these are kind of funny, but I want to I see another one of the cartoons. You know, looking back now and seeing some of them, it, it's pretty funny. And it, off, and it really makes me wonder if some of these, you know, musicians have actually seen Beavis and Butthead make fun of their <laughs> stuff. I would think so. <laughs> and I love the little bits where they wouldn't even really have anything to say. It would just, you know, the, I guess there's not really a camera, but they would show back to Beavis and Butthead, like doing those little dances on the couch. And it's just... <laughs> Really inappropriate dances, but they're hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be hard. To, this is gonna be hard to keep PG, guys. So. <laughs> it is. Am I am I allowed to say thrusts? Uh, well, sure. Why not? We, we can always edit it out later, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So definitely great memories. Uh, if not memories, we probably shouldn't remember according to our parents. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna grounded. listen to this podcast, yeah. and we're all gonna be grounded. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, to go into a little, little bit of the background on this game, um, this game was it was published by Viacom and it was developed by Radical Entertainment. Which uh, cool, this is actually a pretty good developer in my opinion. Um, Radical Entertainment actually made uh, the game's prototype. They're they're kind of current gen games uh, and, and uh, some of the Hulk games on like Xbox and PS2. Very cool games. Uh, they also did 
titles like uh, Simpsons Hit and Run and some other things. But uh, and Baby's Kids. Oh really? They did. <laughs> they did. I had no clue. Well, maybe, we probably don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> right, right. We'll, we'll just skip over that. Yeah, and they, they did a bunch of other like random sports games. Uh, I saw they did Independence Day for PlayStation, which I didn't like that game. But anyways, um, so yeah, it was kind of neat because every one of the there were four four versions of the Beavis and Butthead game, and they were all kind of developed by uh, different uh, developers. Radical Entertainment, Real Time Associates did Super Nintendo, New FX did the Game Gear, and Taurus Games did Game Boy, you know, whatever that is. And uh, like I said, the publisher was Viacom. And the uh, composer, I didn't really see anything about the composer. I love the music in this game, by the way, but uh, mm-hmm. did you, Rob, did you check out the composer? or see? Uh, for, for the Sega Genesis one, it was Mark Bale, I guess, and then Paul Wilkinson, they were the composers. But I don't really know what else they did. I think Mark Bale might have done um, a Tetris game for Super Nintendo, but I, I can't remember what it was called. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think the music, I, I know we're going to talk about that in the future, but I, I think the music's really good in this game. Did you guys play the uh, Game Gear or Game Boy versions? Like I said, I played the Super Nintendo. I didn't even No, no, I haven't. I haven't played but, anything but the Genesis. Yeah, yeah, same here. Uh, I haven't, but the, the weird thing is the Game Boy version wasn't actually ported till. I think three or four years later, it wasn't ported to, all the way to I think 1998, which is kind of yeah. odd. Yeah. And what, when did the Genesis game come out? It was uh, 94. 94. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't go too in depth with the background, but I, I thought it was kind of cool. I didn't realize Radical Games made this. So that's kind of. Cool. I think Viacom is actually the company behind Babes and Butt in general and MTV, aren't they? Yeah, they have to be because they own uh, Bellator MMA. And they showed that on MTV. So the story of this game. Um, Greatest story it's pretty, ever. It, it's pretty sweet. It, uh, it's funny because the, the band Gore. <laughs> l- l- let's talk about this for a little bit. <laughs> the band Gore. You, did you guys like them at all? I knew nothing about them. I, I honestly, it, it, I thought their gimmick was kind of cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean. They're if, scary if, looking, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, yeah, and I know. And, like, if you were to see them, they're just normal everyday people when they're not in their, their get-ups. But, uh, right. I, I, like I said, I thought their gimmick was cool. They, they were hilarious if you ever watched them in interviews. but uh, Actually, yeah, yeah. I just watched a Joan Rivers one uh, <laughs> on YouTube, and it was yeah. funny. It was really hilarious. Yeah. I mean, they don't take themselves. I mean, w- what they do, they're, they try to be money makers of course but they don't take themselves as seriously as you think they would yeah they're, <laughs> they're, they're it, what, are, what are the interstellar vikings or something like that <laughs> something like that <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so funny because they just kind of because a lot of bands that act like that you know like you think about like Marilyn Manson's band they're all dark and trying to be all <laughs> Gord doesn't, they, don't, they never cared but I, I was I wasn't a huge fan of their music but I kind of respected them as artists I thought that was kind of a I feel like they're they seem like like an extreme version of Kiss yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you took exactly. Kiss, if you take Kiss and turn Kiss up to eleven, you get Guar. Oh man, that's it. <laughs> I love the Spinal Tap references in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> I think we had one on the X Mutants uh, podcast as well. That's awesome. You should have one every show and just see if people pick up on it. That's right. I, I'm pretty sure we had one for the Crewball episode too. Did we really? <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> this pinball table goes, goes to eleven. 11. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll use uh, Spinal Tap references and say Hoser at least once a podcast. Oh yeah, that that's tradition. So yeah, the story um, it, it's it's kind of funny. You know they they got Guar tickets and uh, gosh I can't remember who they get stuck in. Uh, how did the tickets get destroyed? I, I honestly the dog a dog eats them. Okay. Yeah, Anderson's right? dog. And then it, he he vomits them back up. Am I allowed to say vomit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. If you're going to spew, spew in this. <laughs> Some Wayne's World re- yeah. referencing too. Uh, yeah, so the dog uh, the dog spews them back up into the lawn, and then Anderson runs them over with a lawnmower mm-hmm. and spits them out okay. into pieces. And apparently it must have been a windy day because they fly all throughout Highlands, man. Yeah, they go yeah. in someone's stomach. You know, he puked it up later when he ate a nasty rat. Yeah, uh, how, did, how did that happen? I, I mean, I, uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, kind of went everywhere, didn't it? So, yeah, so they, they, they were on this big rampage to find the uh, Gore tickets, so, which I thought, you know, it was, it was kind of an interesting uh, premise, I guess, but uh, it kind of goes into the gameplay, which I thought the gameplay on this was very unique. It uh, it mm-hmm. really brought in some elements of like a point and click adventure game. You know, there, there's times I was, am I, am I, you know, am I playing a Monkey Island or something, or you know, <laughs> what, am I, what am I playing here? But I, I like how they had like the adventure mixed in with some decent action and some kind of okay platforming mm-hmm. but i thought that was a real real unique uh kind of game especially for beavis and butthead because if you play the super nintendo version it's like straight up action game where you're just 
you know, going through a level and hitting things with your baseball bat with the punching, uh, with the boxing glove on it. That's pretty much the Super Nintendo game. Really? So the the gameplay's different on the boring. Super Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. The, the only thing cool about the Super Nintendo game, and I don't know why this, I always find this so cool in video games, is you actually go to an arcade and you Whoa. get to play these. You get to play arcade games. I, I don't know why. I always thought playing video games inside a video game was awesome. It's like definitely. A, yeah, like the game Mystical Ninja on a Super Nintendo. You can do that too. Which I, I don't know. That's like Streets Shin of Rage Moon? too. Didn't you do that in Shin, Shin, Shin Oh yeah, Shin Gosh, I wish. Sometimes I wish this were a Dreamcast podcast. We could talk about <laughs> Shin Moon. Hey, I like the name of that Dreamcast podcast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Idea thing. So, but yeah, like I said, it's a kind of a hybrid point-and-click event. Not really point-and-click, but like an adventure game, action platformer. And I don't know. What would you guys? Think? You know what it reminds me. You know what it reminds me a lot of. Did you ever play the Scooby-Doo game? Uh, on no. Genesis, no. The Scooby Doo game on Genesis. It's the same deal where they had a Super Nintendo and a Genesis version. And the Super Nintendo, which this is weird because Genesis is normally the actiony system, and the yeah. Super Nintendo is mm-hmm. the other one. You know, but in both in the case of Beavis and Butthead and Scooby Doo, the Super Nintendo version is all actiony, and then the Genesis version is almost like a point-click adventure. The Scooby Doo game is even more of a point-click adventure though, because you actually do have to select use and all that stuff it's, it's almost exactly like monkey island but th- it's a similar situation which is kind of what reminds me of scooby-doo well i'll tell you you guys you guys missed the most important part though the opening scene hey beavis pull my finger <laughs> I was like, that's the first thing you see when you cut on the game <laughs> or even before that when butthead walks up to the sega sign and hits it with his baseball bat oh yeah i forgot about him. that that's right <laughs> I need to make one of those for me and the kids. That'd be fun. <laughs> and I, I, I do love the one of the opening screens too. It kind of reminds me of like the Earthworm Jim. Where I think if you hit C, like butt head laugh. I don't know. One of the other laughs and the B, the other guy laughs, and you can sit there and start mashing those buttons. Love that part. Yeah, yeah. Spe- speaking of that, like that—that's a big plus for me in the game. Is it's just that there there's so much active voice in the game, you know, voice samples and everything. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's it's the actual characters. Because a lot of times you, you'll play cartoon games, and you can tell that's not you know the original or the cartoon voice actors and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was Mike Judge. Well, like even like when you use Bart, Bart head, Bart head. Trying to say fart and butt, but <laughs> fart butt. When you use butt head's fart attack and he keeps on doing it, you'll hear Beavis go fart knocker. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Sorry, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say that I think it's really awesome that they put all this voice work in the Sega in, a, in the Sega. You know, the Sega hardware doesn't really lend itself to sampling that well. It's more of the synthesizer. So, but yet they spent all this time putting all this voice into the game, yeah. which which would have had to have been sampled, right? So that yeah, it means it means they put a lot of time into it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, and it's pretty clear too. I mean, you can actually understand what they're saying, you know. Uh, and a mm-hmm. lot a lot of uh, Sega games, you know, you'll hear it, and it's like, okay, that was a person talking, <laughs> you know. But you can't actually <laughs> decipher what they're saying. And here, it's it's clean. I mean, I was really impressed with that. Yeah, absolutely. I know, I know, like, you play sports talk baseball, and the pitcher gets ready to pitch, and you'll hear the guy on the intercom go, Here comes the pitch. It's just like this real droned out. <laughs> <laughs> you can hardly hear what he says. But, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, to actually go back to an- another point, um, I really enjoyed uh, this era of gaming because you think about this game being a complete different game than what they came out with Super Nintendo. And you think about Aladdin. The Aladdin games on Super Nintendo Genesis were made by two different companies, two completely different games. And you, you saw that a lot at that time. Nowadays, you know, they, you know, Tomb Raider is the same on all three systems, mm. or whatever systems they come out for. And I, uh, you don't see that anymore, which I just thought that was really cool. I'd, I'd love to hear people. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to have see podcasts do comparisons of those games more often. But I, I just thought that was cool. I didn't, uh, didn't mean to backtrack. We could, we, we could plug the Retro Junkies minis for a minute because there is a mini on the Retro Junkies minis talking about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. The, the differences between the Jurassic Park game. Was that Chad Hall? Did he do that? Yeah, it was Chad and I think Dub. Sweet. So go listen to that if yeah. you haven't listened to Retro <laughs> Junkies minis. Check it out on iTunes. Give it a good rating. Uh, we won't give you any Jim's games for that. You can Genesis games. You can. You have to hit us up for that. Sorry. <laughs> we we don't have any mini games. We'll give you a Jurassic Park game. game. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So uh, controls. You know, um, 
the actual gameplay itself was pretty basic. You know, your your uh, A button was kind of like your speed button. B was jump. C was attack. Um, one of the cons of the game, and you know, I'll wrap this up later. I, I felt like the menu system wasn't real intuitive. Um, I kept forgetting how to change characters. You know, you hit start, you hit that B to change the B as your butthead, and I, uh, I actually, I kept hitting the sucks button, and it just, end, you know, kind of in in the game. I'm like, that's so mean. <laughs> like it would just reset it. I just, I hated that. And uh, I don't know. A lot, a lot of the menus just weren't real, weren't real intuitive. I didn't think. Yeah, and you also uh, couldn't. Maybe I was just doing it wrong, but it, it seemed like you couldn't carry many items either. You know, you'd have to like pick up items and then drop items and pick up more items and drop them. It's like you almost had to trade them out uh, at, at the uh, Beavis and Butthead's bedroom. And speaking of that, like it's kind of cool about this game is because I always wondered what the other rooms in Beavis, Beavis and Butthead's house looked like. <laughs> so apparently, Beavis and Butthead they they share the one room and they got a skull poster right above the the uh, headboard of the bed. And then, uh, of course, they got like this Guar Shrine, you know, where they have the ticket that you're supposed to piece together. <laughs> so, you know, and that, you know, speaking of that, that's that's kind of cool because every time you get a little piece of the, the ticket, you put it on that poster and it'll show a password and stuff, uh, you know, that, you know, you can plug in later on. And, you know, it'll have that one ticket that you earned saved there, you know, if you wanted to cut off the game and come back to it. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. That's a neat idea. Well, I just want to say that I love the variety in this game, too. Because, like, there's so many different... There's different channels, which is, like, different levels and different parts to, of the uh, city. Depending on where you go, you may be just exploring and using items and doing this and that and the other. Or you may be running away from a big fat guy on a <laughs> on a cart. <laughs> you know oh, my I mean? gosh, that part was hard. Ugh, don't get me started. <laughs> I love that part though. That's probably that's probably my favorite part of the whole game. Yeah. And I I absolutely loved uh, like the way they ran, like like the animations. I guess that could be safer later, but just how they had both had distinct runs. I don't mm-hmm. know. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> and when you when you'd run with the speed button. And they also have the both uh, both of their uh, distinct dances. You know, if you leave the screen idle for a minute. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> at the at the end of the level, when you get and you actually get the piece, then they do their. They're patented, you know. Yeah, that's what it has. So. Makes you feel good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Of course, you know it. It's funny because I I got real excited and I, I forgot about this part when I was in the uh, laundromat and uh, I got the ticket out of the out of the washer. I and it's, I, I never didn't understand this. If you don't have the oil can you grab from the store and mm-hmm. you're like active in your inventory. That old lady just like stops you from going anywhere, and you just die. And like you get that ticket, you start doing the da 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 da, but then you just die. You can't get anywhere. And I never understood. It looks like they're putting the oil in the washer. I don't. Yeah, you guys, that's. I I, I I did it on accident. I was like, because I kept getting stuck there, and then I remembered, like, oh yeah, I gotta go do that. But I yeah, that some time. parts of the game don't make a whole lot of sense either. Yeah, we. It, 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 some oh, part. I guess that could be. A- I guess that could be a con, maybe. But. It, it wasn't a, wasn't as crazy as like Simon's Quest, like you know, some of the weird stuff you had to do in that game to get by. But it still had its had its, had its moments where I thought, what in the world? Yeah, there were the, the, uh, playing this game for the first time. There were a lot of things I, I tried so hard not to look online, you know, and be like, I'm because st- I got stuck a few times. The different sections you got the the Turbo Mall 2000, you've got the street. Burger World, hot the hospital, Highland High School, the drive-in, and of course, you know the Guar concert when you finally get all the the tickets. Um, and before you know, before we talk about each level, like which level did you guys start to, uh, decide to start with? I always start with Burger World. That's the one I started with. Yeah, yeah me, me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was just easy. I mean, it was it was easy. It was short. I don't yeah. know. And I remembered exactly what to do. I, I ate the green burger too fast. Me so. too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and you get the spit wad. You get the spit wad shooter. Yeah, which helps you out later. Yeah, yeah. Game, so. and you type in butthead, you go in. <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, did y'all find, like, where did you go to find the code? I actually had to look that up online. I did not know I, what code you were supposed to punch in for Burger World. I just remembered it. Yeah, yep, I don't know. Yep. I, I, I did too. I remember typing it in when I was a kid. And just typed it in again. I, yeah. I don't remember where I got it when I was a kid. I wonder if I it was like in the I manual or something. Yeah, because I, I had no idea. Like there, I, th- I thought it might have been like in another part or another map or something like that. And maybe it is, but I couldn't find it. I was like, I don't know where to go, so I just Googled it real quick. Yeah. Well, I know like when you couch fish and you catch Stuart, he like gives you some hints. <laughs> 
and then like when you go see the hippie teacher, he gives you some hint to Mr. Van Driesen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, boys. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. The question I was going to ask you guys, just because some of the weapons annoyed me. Um, what was, what was your favorite weapon? I, I know you you start out with the with the gas gas power ups, but uh, you get the spit wad, you get the the bat with the glove on top, you get the gun, you know the dark gun. Uh, what was your all favorite weapon? I don't know, I probably use the uh, gastrointestinal weapons <laughs> the most, just because they didn't run out. But uh, I probably like the bat with the with the glove on the end. That's probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, I, I like the little uh, the gun uh, that, that shot those little plugs at you. Yeah, you know, and every time uh, Beavis would go ahead and fire the gun, like you uh, magically a headband, like a Rambo yeah. headband, would appear. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was cool. I, I thought the projectile weapons ran out too fast. Though, for me. They do. They really do. Yeah. And, and the thing that bums me out is I think when you die, you lose them. Yeah. yeah. So that that was always a pain in the neck. And that that's one major gripe I had. You know, as soon as you die, you have to pretty much go uh, from the beginning and collect all your stuff again, unless, you know, except for the tickets. I, I definitely like the style of the dark gun you're talking about, the Mr. Rob. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I had to go the Spitwatch shooter. Just because when you use the gun... If the uh, enemy's like at the very end of the uh, of the screen, like you can't really see if he's gone or not. And by the time you run over there to pick up the hot dog or taco, or whatever he drops down, you it, it's faded away, and then the next guy's already hitting you. I I, I kept having to me. So like, if I'd use a spitwad shooter, I could kind of I could kind of almost start shooting it before you could really see the enemy in the screen, and he would slowly walk up. And I don't did you run out of the spitwads? I don't remember. I think you do, but I think you it just automatically refills. Maybe I can't remember. I feel like you do, though. Okay. Yeah, but I, I definitely like that one the best. I, I used it the most, anyways. What did y'all think of, like, the level design? You know, because I, I, I thought this was one of the strengths of the game, you know, as far as, um, like, Burger World. And I just, I, I love the variety in each level uh, and how it kind of ties into the show. You know, there, there's a lot of the, uh, you know, famous characters from the show, like Anderson's in it, um, Van Driesen's in it, Buzzcut's in it. Stewart, you know, yeah, uh, like all, all, all those guys. Oh yeah, yeah Todd, he's and, everywhere. And, and Earl. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, the, the shaved head guy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> kind of what I was talking about earlier. I just love the variety because every level plays different, and they're all they all look different, and there's all kinds of different characters in it. Yeah, and this game actually made me laugh, which is kind of rare for, especially for old games. <laughs> I mean, just like the opening scene, it's just so random and stuff. Hey, Beavis, pull my finger, and then like. uh <laughs> Uh, late, later on in the game, like with the the where you have to actually find the dead mouse, and you have to. Uh, it took me a while to figure this out. Um, you have to put that in the the fry cooker or the fry grease or whatever, and give it to that one guy. And you know, of course, he gets sick and spews out the ticket. And okay, now we got to talk about it. Was the ticket in the mouse, or was the ticket in the guy? Hmm. I don't know. I'm hoping it was in the mouse. <laughs> Because that would make more sense. You would think right? so, right? Because right? the mouse would just eat. It would eat random things. But yeah, yeah. I guess it could have been. <laughs> what guy is going to be like? Hey, a piece of paper. Let me just stick this in my mouth. That looks delicious. <laughs> Maybe it's in the fries, in the grease or something. Oh, it yeah. could have been. Could have been. Must be a strong ticket. Withstand that grease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is. It's really, it's polyurethane tickets. <laughs> It's, but you know, that means Anderson's mower had to be like, you know, he sharpens his blades a lot. So. <laughs> oh well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> oh, oh wait, that's that's a head kill. Yeah, not not too they're different though. They're basically the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's, it's, it's Hank Hill in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I definitely like the level variety. It's uh, a lot of the bad reviews online talked about how bad the backtracking was boring mm-hmm. level design and I completely disagreed with that I didn't mind backtracking uh, I'd hate it like when you're on the streets I forgot you had to uh, once you get through the sewers and come up I grabbed that bird I went back down and I completely forgot I had to go all the way back up to the you know the dump yard to get the uh, oh what's there like the boot and junk so, but um, yeah I mean that that kind of annoyed me just because I forgot but I didn't realize it was there but I kind of like that I like the backtracking that's kind of par for the core with that this style of game you know backtracking is going to be something you do right yeah because you know and also another thing with this game is a lot of it's trial and error i mean like how, how would you know to start with burger world you know and and, and you know each different section and, and you need to collect certain items from certain levels and sell them uh, in other levels it's just 
yeah. you know, you're bound to backtrack at some point in this game. And, you know, it, it didn't bother me. I don't think this game was too repetitive in that way. If anything, um, I actually thought this game was kind of short. Yeah, you know? I was about to say that. It's kind of like, like a... It's a lot like other games around this time because you play it a lot to figure out what to do. But as soon as you know what to do, you can probably beat it in maybe ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you know exactly what to do. Yeah. So I got to ask you guys. You know what? What, what was your favorite stage? Because for me, I got to go with the Burger World. I just I don't know. There's something about that stage, and the mall was really cool too. But I, I just wanted to know what you guys thought. I I like the high school. I, I don't know what it is, and I'm still this way. Like any game or or movie based around like college or high school I, that's, <laughs> I, I, I just immediately get interested I don't maybe it's just because that time of my life was you know I'm gonna get off philosophical here but oh, here we go here we go, <laughs> here we go. you know we, we, yeah high school and college are the years that that mold, mold, really mold a person you know it, it really means a lot so maybe I just connected <laughs> Man, you just but, had like uh, a Van Driesen moment there yeah yeah does, yeah does it make you giddy it, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know what it is. That's, I, I just love I love that scene. I don't. Maybe I just kind of always fantasize about going through high school and like just spitting spit lots of people and getting in trouble <laughs> and drunk. Yeah, I, I was kind of a I was a bit of a goody two shoe in high school. So um, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> that's what I like high school. <laughs> I like the. I guess it was was it the hospital where you get chased down by the fat guy. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's, that's what I like. <laughs> Just because I like driving that little cart and being chased. Mm-hmm. That that also probably made me laugh the most because I don't think I stopped laughing until I completed the level. <laughs> Just watching that guy chase me. Yeah, and then he, he falls down the stairs and he drops a, the, the ticket. Now, did he have the ticket the whole time or was that at the bottom of the stairs? We'll never know. I don't know. I'm guessing he had the ticket. Hope, hopefully he didn't have it uh, tucked away in his whitey tighties. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think of all the areas, I think that was the area I died the most. Um, you know, I've not beaten this game, but, you know, from what I did play, that was the area that was the most challenging for me. And I love, by the way, I love the game over scene. <laughs> but it's like, uh, I think we're dead or something. They're like, they're like in Hades. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's no other gameplay. You guys got any other gameplay discussions? Uh, that's pretty much all I wrote down in my handy-dandy notebook here. We'll go Blue's Clues there. But, uh... <laughs> Well, um, let's see. Uh, I do like, you know, the animation. Um, you know, just, just the, the subtle things in the game. Like uh, the TV clicker, you know, going in between each level and you actually see Beavis's or, or Butthead's, like, hand actually flicking yeah. the remote. I thought that was a nice touch. Um, yeah, I thought the graphics in general were just really, really good. I thought very they really good. fit the show, I mean, to a T. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you're basically playing the show. I mean, they're they're so good that you're basically playing the show. Yeah, and, and like the you know, Beavis and Butthead are are very unique looking cartoons. I always thought the cartoon was funny because you have Beavis and Butthead who have these giant long heads, weird mm-hmm. hair, and the rest of the cast in the cartoon kind of look like normal people. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> they, they really nailed it because like when, when Beavis is walking from from the side angle, like you can kind of see the way his like, little lip comes over. You know, it's like like he has that, that underbite <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and you know you can even see Butthead's big gums, where he has his braces and the no side, the no sideburns thing. I mean, it's just, they they really nailed it with that. Mm-hmm. The, the animations of their dancing and the and the like we already talked about. If you if you don't move for a while, you can you can see the way they dance. I mean, it, it was so spot on, which I thought was great. But and all the all the uh, levels had little things in the background. Um, mm-hmm. it, you go into some of the classrooms. There's things written on the board. I think uh, the principal had something. He yeah, said like Beavis Butthead. And, yeah, they were something. blacklisted. Blacklist, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some I mean, guy named Edgar. Edgar, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But yeah, I mean, there's, I'm, I'm there's not... just a ton, a ton of fan service in this game. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what it would have been like to have been, because I wasn't super into the show like I could have been. Like if I was a teenager at the time when I played this game or something, I, it would have been really awesome to play this game and have been like a huge fan of the show at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I was only sort of into the show and sort of into the game. I, I really wanted to be into it, but I was too young to really <laughs> fully understand it and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, Michael's got the Beavis and Head shirt on right now, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm jealous. He came, pre- came prepared, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a photo and put it on your, put it on your Facebook wall. Yeah, yeah. No, please do. I can, heck, I'll, I'll do a print screen right now. Bam. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give him a good side. Be- 
<laughs> It'll just be Rob. Rob won't have a video because he's the only one with no camera. That's true. <laughs> you know, kind of going back to what, what we were saying as far as, uh, you know, a good tribute to the cartoon. I mean, just there are so many characters. I mean, uh, Buzzcut. Mick Vicker, the principal, I mean, he's in there. Uh, he's even shaking like he does in the TV show. I mean, <laughs> you can tell they, they did their, their uh, homework with the show and everything, and everything's consistent. And it even has Anderson, um, you know, on his tractor, you know, drinking a beer, because, like, in every <laughs> shot, he's always got a beer or a cigarette in his hand, you know, in the show. You know, I don't know. There, there's so many different things that I, I like about the... If you're a fan of the show... I, I just think there's no reason why you would hate this game, in, in my my humble opinion. But uh, uh, yeah, and and just the level design, um, every level was different. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting, I guess, the pros. I, I should shut up now. <laughs> just, just we're shut just talking. Yeah, yeah. Story of my up. life. <laughs> I, I love that you brought up the the beer with Anderson because you guys remember the episode where he was like, I don't know, I can't remember. It was just like a, a, a frame of him, and he he drink a little bit, and he'd smoke a cigarette. He smoke a cigarette, then he drink again. <laughs> and it just, his face would just get worse and worse. It was just like, like what's this guy doing? Yeah, yeah. The, it, there's actually like a YouTube video of him just doing that for three minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did y'all catch in the in the drive-in? Uh, as soon as you you, you enter the drive-in, uh, did you catch the name of the uh, the movie? No, what was it? Man eating zombie chicks. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sounds like something babies and butt have go see. <laughs> Zombies and chicks? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come to butt <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to turn into some Beavis and Butthead people here. In a <laughs> yeah, I swear I got dumber after playing this game. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to function at work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. well, and it's funny because I've, I've been told at work and other places in my life that I'm kind of like a living Beavis and Butthead because I'm, I'm constantly laughing. Every podcast. I'm oh, on, me too. You, you just hear me laughing after everything I say. It's not even funny. I'm just... <laughs> 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 See? See, I'm doing it now. <laughs> We've kind of already hit on a lot of this, but the uh, the sound of the game uh, was just awesome. You mm-hmm. know, music and the effects. And I, I, I thought a lot of the just little little ad-libs you'd hear every now and then like you know Beavis calling by head a fart knocker when he didn't <laughs> fart yeah, things like that I thought it was just great and the, the, the music very memorable very very uh, very catchy um, the only grab I'd have about the music is sometimes in the stages like the music would just end and <laughs> it, would, it would just like take 10, 10 to 20 seconds and it would kick back on which I thought was kind of strange I don't know if that was on purpose or what, what that was all about but um, I, I definitely definitely like the tunes I like the 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 burger, the burger tune, probably the best. That, um, that's my um, favorite, the Burger World one. Yeah, especially when you actually like, walk my, into the fast thing. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that like the dun dun dun? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. I think the music in this game is perfect. I don't think the music itself. I mean, you're right about the stopping thing. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but as far as the actual music, I mean, it. I don't think you could give it any less than a. 10 as far as fitting the game yeah i mean it's it's just perfect it fits it perfectly and i i was going to ask you does i know you hate the candlelights <laughs> that comes out of the genesis what does it what it, it works for this game right I, right yeah i mean yeah I, it, it's just one it's obnoxious and sometimes it can over like almost it's the only thing you can almost hear sometimes. oh get out of here and, uh, I, just, it, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to, to rant about the yeah. cat oh, I'll tell you something hilarious. Uh, a, a local friend of mine who's been listening here lately, uh, his name's Travis. Uh, we, we went game shopping the other day, and uh, he, he held up Road Rash. He goes, hey, Nick, cat noises. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you remember that episode? So, yeah. Oh, man, that, that has good music. <laughs> I like the music. It was just that one track, which I think oh. was your favorite. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Oh, get that. You don't know good music if it's bitch in the face. Hey, hey, easy, easy. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got worked up. But that, that cat noise about bit me in the face. I had to get away from it. <laughs> yeah, I, I forget which one. There, there's one where I immediately thought of you, too, because it does make that cat noise. Oh, gosh, what was I think it was, um, it might have been, you know, when, you, when you're doing the TV clicker and you you first click on Burger World. It makes that noise. <laughs> like, That's my favorite song. I was like, oh, man, Nick's going to like that. <laughs> You think about like the Super Nintendo kind of sound. There's like a, there's some games that get obnoxious with like the slap bass sound. So I <laughs> the mean, Seinfeld sound. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I like the heavy metal riffs. You know, especially yeah. like uh, when when you're fleeing from the fat guy, and then like the the woman who chases you in the drive-through. There, there's there's always this really fast-paced like thrash metal playing and everything. And then of course the Guar concert itself. I mean, you know, it, it's all thrash metal. It sounds really good come through the Genesis, and and again, it just fits the tone of Beavis and Butthead perfectly. Yeah, and like, and is any of it real real music or real songs? Do you know? I don't think so, but man, I wish I wish they make an album. I, did, I didn't think so either, but I was just I was just wondering if maybe it was just some obscure stuff that I had never heard. Then there were some wicked like bass lines too, because like oh, some man. of the songs like kind of cut out, and you hear like a doom doo doo doom 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 doo doo, and it was just it kind of just fit well with kind of like a I don't know, it just kind of metal sounding, like you said, thrash metal and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the thrash metal name drop. You, you know your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I try. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, that was. I love the music in this game. Sound effects are great. We ready to go on to the next next spot? Let's do it. Yeah. This one we have graciously stolen from Michael Kelso in his podcast. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. This is called the Retrofitted Achievements. The Genesis Gems Retrofitted Achievements. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had, I had to do it. It was just too too good of an idea not to steal. So. Hey, we stole from somebody else. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, I up the ante. If if you remember the last episode, I do. Uh, okay, I, I'm I'm kind of worried you you've went above and beyond. Nah, it. probably not. No, <laughs> I came up with seven. Oh, you beat Whoa. me by one. Oh yes, I told you I'd either tie you or beat you. Oh man, well done, my friend. Yeah. Some of these are real stupid. Hang, hang on, I'm gonna think of some more. Oh no. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's it's cemented. So some of these are real bad, and I'll I'll go ahead and do it right now. My uh my first one is called No Beavis. I do not like green hamburgers, and this is just butthead. You make butthead eat the eat the green hamburger. <clears throat> and uh, this one's impossible, but I just thought it was funny. Um, this one's called uh, Turn It to a Rated R Game, and the reason is if you get the chainsaw with Beavis and you try to cut somebody. There's this little dialogue that comes up and says, uh, you know, Beavis can only cut a tree because this is an MA13 game. So you somehow figured out really? how to get Beavis to... Yeah, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't catch it? No, no, that's awesome. Yeah, so you have to somehow get Beavis to cut somebody with it. So that's called Turn It to Rated, <laughs> turn it rated R. So uh, number three is called Settle Down, Beavis. And this is uh, playing the majority of the game of just Beavis. Number four is I need TP for my bunkhole. And, uh, <laughs> this is eating 10 tacos with Beavis. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Number five is whoa, it's Todd. Uh, can we be in your gang now? And this is uh, where you have to run around Todd at uh, the burger place and not actually hurt him. <laughs> well, it's Todd. Yeah. This this one's a kickback to the Beavis and Butthead experience. If you guys ever listened to that tape or had this had the soundtrack. Uh, no. This is a this is a Megadeth song. It's called uh, 99 Ways to Die." <laughs> and th- this is uh, literally dying 99 times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you haven't heard that song, it's sweet. They actually introduced it on the Beavis and Butthead Experience. Uh, it's on uh, Megadeth's Hidden Treasures album. Oh, nice! Huh. I have not heard that one. I'm going deep in this. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Megadeth. Oh, I, big I heard oh, that. love Megadeth. Yeah, Countdown to Extinction was my very that's first my all-time favorite. Yep. Yeah, it, it got me into metal when I was very young. Oh, anyway. Cryptic Writings, Countdown, Euthanasia. I mean, so many good ones. Oh man. Yeah, well, we might have to do a mini on that, Rob. We ha- yeah, let's do that. Hey, I just said I loved him too. <laughs> oh, <up>. yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll just do one right after this show. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, and my last one, I, I really, really struggled for this one. It's, uh, this one's called uh, I See You Have Braces. I have braces. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, butt- Butthead being smacked by the prep girls at school because, you know, he was denied by uh, <laughs> Girls, so that's my seven. <laughs> wow, you did nice. really well, man. You, you, I, I, I had to step it up. Give you a hand. Yeah, 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 that was that was awesome. Had to step it up. Yeah. Well, I only got, I only got six. Um, but the first one is the We're Here to Pump You Up Award. Oh no, sorry. Let me let me start that over. We're here to pump you up. Uh, <laughs> this is a good word goes to you. Uh, if you get the vaccine for acute burgeritis at the hospital, remember they get all buffered like a split second. Uh, when they get that vaccine, so that you get that award, the Fart Knocker Award. Uh, you can earn this Fart Knocker Award by knocking out any enemy um, with Butthead's atomic farts. The <laughs> Fryer Fryer Award. Uh, you get this by putting a dead rat in the fryer. 
<laughs> the Grape Escape Award. Uh, this is when you blow up the grape soda machine um, at the drive-in. And the Great Cornholio Award, which I did not achieve, as a matter of fact. Uh, this is basically when you just beat the game. Um, and for me, I played this game with uh, lots of candy and lots of Mountain Dew, so I would have turned into the Great Cornholio if I had just beat it. <laughs> you, you, you stole one of the names of mine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay, I only came up with five, which I thought I was going to beat you guys, too. I was like, wow, I got five. Yeah, and Nick then called you, me here out. you go with six and seven. Yeah. Uh, anyways, my first one is called Change It. And that is play every level and not beat a single one. <laughs> you sounded just like Beavis there. Uh, uh, yeah. Change it. Uh, uh, and then uh, Run, Forest, Run, which is Escape the Big Fat Guy. Uh, and then my next one is Want Some Splinter with that. Oh. And that is oh. uh, uh, a little a little throw to you, Rob, and the turtle. I loved it. That, uh, that is Feed the Rat-Infested Fries to the, the Man. <laughs> then uh, The Great Corn Julio, which is... Beat the game using only Beavis, which I don't know if you can do that or not, but I guess you can. I don't know. That'd be awesome. And then, and then my last one is called Couch Fishing, and then, and that is after you beat the game, take the take the cartridge and bury it in your couch so that you can fish it out. <laughs> That's great. Oh, well done. <laughs> I like it. I think that was the best round of retrofitted achievements we've ever done. I think it's because I had to step my game up for once. Oh, I yeah. think I came on the show with one one time, which just <laughs> was just sad because I literally forgot about it. And like that was the last one, the actually. Yeah, like thirty <laughs> minutes before the show, I was like, "Oh no, oh no, can I get some?" <laughs> so we're gonna go on to the main part of the show where we decide if this is a gym or not. Is this game of Genesis gym? Is it good or is it garbage? What we like to do here, I did a little research looking at the uh, critical reception of this game. Um, I like to go to the, I believe it was a website, uh, is it Moby Games? I, I think I went mm-hmm. there. I think that's where, where I got most of my uh, critic reviews. And um, there, there were quite a bit. There was about seven or eight. Uh, I took an average. I know GamePro uh, had a rating in there and EGM had a rating. And uh, the average was not real good. It actually got a, you know, a lot of the scores were out of 100%, out of 10 um, out of 100. It ended up being an average of like 5.5 out of 10, which I was kind of shocked. Um, GamePro actually rated it pretty decently. Uh, a company or a website called Sega16 rated it like an, eight, like an 8 out of 10, which was pretty good, but uh, I was kind of shocked about the about the reception. I thought at that time a, a game that played off the popularity of the show would have got better better reviews than that, but um, I was just kind of shocked by that. I don't know. Um, as far as my pros and cons go, uh, let me get out my little notebook here and talk about it. Um, my, my pros, definitely, number one pro were the graphics and the animations and just the overall presentation of the game. They they nailed it. You know, being a fan of Beavis and Butthead, this this game just made made, made Beavis and Butthead for my childhood even better. <laughs> um, definitely music was a pro. We you know we talked about that. I thought the music was great, other than that little uh, skip, which I can look over that with how good the music was. Um, next one was just a unique gameplay. Uh, you know, kind of adding the uh, adventure elements along with uh, platforming and uh, action was was really good, and um, just kind of being true to the cartoon. I thought that was a was a good thing. It, it, it's a plot that would be believable in a movie, you know, or a, or a TV show. <laughs> as, yeah. as crazy it was. Um, quick cons: uh, the menu system. I talked about that. I, I thought it was just kind of a l- little difficult to navigate. Uh, the, the attacks sometimes were a little boring. Uh, I felt like you know, headed to the mall, like you just kept killing that same cop over and over and over again. Uh, and the uh, two, two, this, the uh, multiplayer wasn't good. I don't know if you guys ever had a chance to play that. I, m- I remember, I mean, not that it wasn't good, it was just really difficult. Playing that with a, with a buddy in grade school was really hard to do. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, those are my pros and cons. Uh, yeah, for me, pretty much the same thing. Um, I, I thought pros, for sure, um, there are so many nods to the show. Uh, the graphics are, you know, phenomenal for the Sega Genesis. I mean, it looks just like the TV show. I mean, it feels like you're playing Beavis and Butthead. Uh, the music's really catchy, like really underrated for this game, and I, f- I feel like it fits the game perfectly. Um, and you know what? It takes a little bit of strategy to beat this game. You know, a little bit of trial and error, a little bit of uh, thinking involved, which with Beavis and Butthead you wouldn't really expect. Um, and and I love I love 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 the voice samples in this game. I mean they are yeah. you know really really well done for the Sega Genesis hardware. So um, those are definitely pros for this game. As far as cons, 
Um, I don't like how you have to start from the very beginning of Burger World every time you you die in order to get like the um, you know spitball shooter or whatever. Uh, you know, it, yeah. it just I hate that you lose your weapons so easily. Um, this game, you know, once you figure out the pattern, it's very short. Um, and you know, like you said, Nick, maybe a couple more enemies. Uh, I feel like there aren't a lot of any enemies, and a lot of them are you know kind of generic. They're not really from the show. A lot of them, not not all of them, but some of them. Um, but yeah, that, that's about it as far as my cons. Cool. Did you did you make a list, Michael? <laughs> uh, no, no. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it anyways. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I pretty much I pretty much agree with you guys. Um, the only thing I would add is I think the for me, I think the combat in general, I just didn't really like the combat at all. I think I could have done without the combat. And just hmm. instead of putting the combat in there, just left it more as an adventure game. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely. Maybe added a few more maybe added a few more segments like the cart or like the cart chase thing to make it more a little more actiony, but not have to you know, fart on people all the time. <laughs> I mean you could you could even leave that in as just something you had to do to a person that's not attacking you or something you know what i mean but i don't know i just didn't really even like the combat myself yeah and you know and, and the platforming wasn't too bad and the, the, the sewer level is what really made me think of it and it it was the controls weren't bad they were pretty tight i, I agree with you i think it could have just been like a you know just a small some small platforming and chase sequences along with the adventure style no, thought, yeah you could you could leave the platforming in i just yeah. i don't know i just didn't really like the combat i, I didn't feel like there was really excellent hit detection either. No, I thought it was no. just kind of wonky there. So, I don't know. I could have done without the combat. And I think it still would have been a good game. Yeah. You know, the next point, part of the show, we're going to decide whether it's a gym or not. But before we decide as co-hosts, I'm going to look over the Facebook page. And uh, we had a had, had quite a, a good uh, response here. And uh, I'm just going to go down the list here and, and read some of these. Uh, Travis McComas says, it really all comes down to how much you are a fan of the show. I feel they did a decent job recreating the feel of the show in the game. However, I don't think I would consider it a gym. Although couch fishing was pretty fun. So <laughs> I, I, marked, I marked him down as just good. Um, Adam Kennelly, other, otherwise known as Dubstead Dad, he was our guest on the last show. He says, uh, while the game's presentation channels the feel of the show perfect, perfectly for the gameplay is broken. For big fans of the cartoon, I would say it's a gym. For a gamer that has no interest, I say mediocre at the very best. So I, I marked him down as, as good. Um, Aaron Hickman, I encourage everyone to go on our Facebook page and read what he had to write. It was very long, but very good. Uh, Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm not going to read this all on the show. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to summarize what he said here. He goes, Jim, I think so. Everyone should play it at least once. There's nothing quite like it on the Genesis, and the game is even harder two players. <laughs> so Aaron, Aaron gets marked down as a Jim. Um, and I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. He's this, this guy is an awesome guy. He's very active on Sega Collectors and always comments on our stuff uh it's uh ito i believe i'm gonna say I ito that's what i would have said ito uh <laughs> and it's his last name is r-a-m-o-s uh ramos ito ramos if hey man if we said your name wrong please let us know <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely i want to give you a big shout out for all you do on the sega collectors and uh mm -hmm. for uh contributing to our page really appreciate that uh he, he just he didn't really rate it he just he recognized the music he told me and uh once i announced the game he goes that's what it was i can sleep now haha <laughs> <laughs> that was cool um richard Cal richard caballero said once i got used to how it works and what to do i really enjoyed it i am also a big fan of the cartoon and i marked him down as a gym uh kevin case kevin casey schreiner says garbage this was just a way to make a quick book oh man uh Patrick Fagan, who's also very active on the Sega Collectors page, says, uh, eh, a mixed bag for me. So that's 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 just good, I guess. Mediocre. And uh, Paul Stevenson says, yeah, I think it holds up visually very well, but not a gem. A little tricky of a game to grasp right off to. Not the worst, I would say mediocre. So the tally I came up with were two gems, four just goods, and one garbage. Hmm. So so the, uh, the, the listeners just think it's just good. Um, for me, uh, you, this game being as big as it was in my childhood and, and having a blast playing it again and something I'll play again uh, I might say it's a gym I, I really am ah. uh, I uh, I wasn't really on the fence you know a, a lot of people and, and I, I think the points made about this being part you know if, if you're a big fan of this as a child I, I think it kind of helps mm -hmm. if, if I wasn't a fan of Beavis and Butthead I might not have said it was a gym but uh, I thought it just captured the, the essence of the show real well, and, and the gameplay was just, to me, was fantastic. So I'm going to say it to Jim. Nice, nice. Um, for me, I'll just go ahead and I'll lay this on the, fly, lay this on the line. It's not f 
flawless. I mean, there are things wrong with this game. There, there are definitely things that uh, kind of hinder it a little bit. But at the same time, I guess maybe it's bias here. I love the show, and I think this game does the show justice. Um, yeah. I, I really do. I mean, I was so impressed with the graphics, the music, the, the gameplay overall. It's different from what we're used to. Um, I have to say it's a gem. I really enjoyed this. I had a lot of fun. I've never played it as a kid. You know, here I am, almost 30, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> I say it's a gem. Oh, boy. Oh, no! <laughs> Dang it, Todd. <laughs> so, uh, I can, for me personally, it's definitely a gem. And I, right. I have to have it in my collection. But. <laughs> he said but. <laughs> he said but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just to give it the rating of a gem, I just can't do it because I think it hinges too much on even knowing who Beavis and Butthead are. And I think we're so far removed from Beavis and Butthead at this point in time. I'm, I mean, like, I, my little brother is eight years younger than me, right? And he knows who Beavis and Butthead are, but I can. I doubt he's ever even seen an episode, and that's only eight years behind me. Oh, wow. So I think we're just so far removed from Beavis and Butthead in general that I would just have to call it good. That's a pretty interesting assessment. I, I can understand that, definitely. To to anybody out there who is a fan of Beavis and Butthead or even know, has ever watched an episode or anything, you owe it to yourself to play this game because this oh, game yeah. does, does do that show just... Does does everyone have to have it in their collection? I don't I don't think so. I don't I just don't think I mean any newcomers to the Genesis that didn't have it when they were kids and may, may or may not know who Beavis and Butthead are, this game's not gonna mean much to them, I don't think. Sorry, but that is two out of three. We as a podcast will say this is a gym, but the uh <laughs> I, th- I think the viewing, uh, the viewing and listening audience will disagree with us. But uh, but I'm gonna put the gavel down and say it's a gym because <laughs> I can do that. I'm the host. Dis- <laughs> disputed gym. Disputed. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Another episode of Genesis Gems is in the book. Yeah, I guess. You okay, man? Yeah, it's just I don't know. Do you ever wonder why we do what we do? I mean. What are our lives going to be like once we finish this show? I mean, with 700 and some odd games, we'll be in our late 30s or early 40s by the time we finish this thing. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, me neither until just now. I wonder what our lives will look like. Welcome to Burger World, can I take your order? Say, haven't I seen you boys before? Uh, probably. (laughs) You sure do look like them two hooligans that painted my cat that time. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll take a number two with the Diet Sprite. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Plop. Whoa, check it out, a dead rat! Whoa, (laughs) dude, put it in the fryer. (laughs) Fryer, fryer! Uh, here you go, sir. Enjoy your number two. <laughs> well, thank you, boys. Boy, I tell you what, it sure is nice to see two young men work so hard. Reminds me of the good old days back on the farm with Bessie and Mr. Wiggles the pig. <laughs> yeah, we're saving up for Sega games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and tickets to Guar. Well, good luck to the both of you. Whoa, it's Todd. <laughs> yeah, he's cold. Shut up, pukes. I ain't got all day. I want a slopper with cheese for Jolene here, and I'll take a number two with chocolate shake. (laughs) Shut up! You two punks still working here, so you can buy more Sega games? When are you going to wake up and play some real games? Jolene and I both have an Xbox 720, a PlayStation 9, and a Wii Z. Whoa! Here's your meal, sir. Give me that. You punks need to grow up and quit wasting your time with those ancient games from the 90s. Oh, and by the way, this burger tastes like crap. <laughs> Whoa, Todd's cool. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, you know what? What's that? 
The future's gonna be cool. Yeah. So yeah, Beavis and Butthead, Second Genesis, we are declaring it a gym. And uh, we want to thank you so much for uh, staying involved, for listening. We're uh, getting a lot of good feedback. Our uh, download rate's starting to go up, and we really appreciate that. Um, I'm not really a stats guy. Uh, I don't really focus too much on that, but it's nice to know that we are being listened and downloaded. So we really appreciate that. Uh, Michael, would you like to just uh, give a real short wrap-up where they can find you and Two Dudes in an S again? <laughs> yeah, Two Dudes in an S on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh YouTube, MySpace, 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 MySpace. MySpace. Nice. <laughs> that's still a thing. Yeah, ICQ. Uh, oh, and of and of and of course, nesdudes.com. Mm-hmm. That might be that's, the easiest. That's My- that's the key right there. Yeah, yeah. Nestdudes.com. Nesdudes.com. Nesdudes.com. Sweet. And again, if you'd like to keep up with Genesis Gems, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. You can email us at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, those of you who would like a free Genesis game, uh, just email us. Tell us how awesome we are, and you can have your choice of X-Men, RBI Baseball, Sonic 2, or as we just found out, Samurai Showdown. <laughs> you guys already uh, called our, those. Uh, our- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I don't get there first, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're just gonna keep them for ourselves. Our uh, Twitter handle is at Gen Gems G E N G M S, and uh, please go check us out on iTunes and give us reviews. Uh, we really appreciate the reviews. We got a few new ones, and we, like I said, we really appreciate that. That helps us out. And uh, for our next show, we would like to drop this music here, and maybe you could guess this. guys so uh really appreciate you coming out again michael mm-hmm. it's great to have you on the show yeah, no yeah always good right. talking to you man i still gotta get you on uh on two dudes rob oh be an honor okay. man you know what guys have a good evening catch you later catch you later see ya. <laughs> <laughs>